Wagwan, everyone, and welcome to Film Shrapnel, your number one spot for everything movies. My name's Tobias, this is my co-anchor and partner in crime, Craig Britton, and today is our second movie in our month of shit movies, but are so shit that are somehow good for some people and have a cult following. Bit of a I, mouthful. I, li- I like how you said some people. Yeah, not all people. Certainly not Plan 9 from Out of Space from last week. I hated yeah. that. But you know, I know you hated uh, Plan 9 from Out of Space with a passion. And I, I was kind of okay with it. But this film, Troll 2, I fucking love it. I really like watching this yeah. film. It was yeah. so... It, it's really the epitome of so bad it's good. It's I, really hilarious. I, I think this might be my favourite so bad it's good movie. Yeah, I, I'm joining you on that. I, I really yeah. think it might be mine too. Like, so early on, there, I, I have to get right into this because I laugh my ass off. <laughs> I, I, at the beginning, there's this, um, there's this guy like Robin Hood kind of character running away from these yeah. goblins in the forest. It's so fucking hilarious because the goblins look stupid as shit. He's running away from them. And the music is like this really like eighties sounding uh, action movie shit, and it just looks so it looks it's so just, dumb. It's really <laughs> dumb, really dumb. And the the eighties like cheesy music, it's just not good. It's not good at all. The story's being narrated by grandpa, but then like we find out that it's it's ghost grandpa. It's not. Yeah. He's not alive. He's been he's been dead for what six months. And, yeah, six months. But his ghost is coming back and like helping uh, the kid Joshua uh, to like be fend off the goblins. By the way, Troll Two, uh, there are no trolls; they're goblins. Yeah, yeah, it's really stupid. Only because there was one film called Troll, yeah, and so they wanted to make they were trying to ca- capitalize off of that by making this is oh this is Troll Two, it's like the sequel even though it's nothing related to it. And... But you know what? I, I think this film could definitely get a remake, but you'd have to call it Goblin. Yeah, you'd have to. You can't you can't jump around it anymore. Do, do you know this, the origin of this story, by the way? I got a little bit of... I mean, um. Well, I, I have watched the documentary, and I think the documentary was called The Making of the Best Worst Film or something like that. <laughs> I, I had also watched that many years ago, but I can't remember yeah. anything of it. This is the thing, yeah, it was so long ago. I, all I really knew about this film going in, like from memory, was the very famous, they're eating her and then they're going to eat me. Oh my God. Like that I knew. And I knew I was waiting for that watching this film. But like the movie around that very famous bad line, is also so bad that it's really fun. I I had a blast with this one. Yeah, I I really I didn't know about that scene, but it was really yeah. I I, I watched it back several times because it just made me laugh so much. Mm. Like, but let me tell you something. Some random crap will make this film make more sense if you didn't know. So mm. this this uh, the script, which was actually originally called Goblins, by the way, which makes sense. Uh, yeah. was written by the director's wife 
uh, and so apparently her fr many of her friends were becoming vegetarians. So it really pissed her off. So she wrote a scream, uh, wrote this film about it. Yeah. So that's that's basically know, what happened. But you know what? Right, I actually do have a note here somewhere uh, where I I actually did feel that this film was about how annoying vegans are. Yeah, I I actually have this note in my in, in, on my paper. I'm like, yeah, I I got that sense that like you know. Because there's this element of and they're sort of force feeding you this goo to turn you into the the plant stuff, and that there is this sort of certainly back then there and like sort of in the last sort of twenty years, I, I don't suppose nowadays actually people aren't sort of pushing vegetarianism so much. So, well, maybe they are actually, but I but certainly when I was growing up, vegetarians would push their you know, sort of lifestyle on people. And I sort of got that sense from the goblins that they're these like vegetarians, but like really insufferable ones that like insist that you should actually be a vegetarian as well. Yeah. And like, I, mean, I, got I, some other... I was vegetarian for a long, long time. And, you know, I wasn't an asshole about it. Plenty, plenty of vegetarians I know of are totally cool. Other people eating yeah. what they want. Um, but yeah, I got some other stuff as well. I know I'm jumping the gun a lot because there's so much to go for. I got like a lot of notes on this film because I loved it so much. Um, there, do you remember, like one of my favorite characters has got to be the store owner guy. Uh, the guy who's like a really, uh, an, uh, who wants to sell them the milk. Basically that random guy goes in the shop oh, yeah. and like, I think there's one bit where, like, uh, he asks for coffee and he, like, spits or something. And gets the really... devil's juice. The devil's juice. Or no, maybe he goes, eggs? Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Bacon! Yeah. yeah. And so, apparently, this guy was actually a patient at a mental hospital who got, like, uh, out for a day to film this trip. And he, he filmed every, the, the whole film in one day. And uh, he, he said what he did wasn't acting in this film. Apparently, he smoked a lot of weed before uh, going in and then Wait. just uh, went out like that. <laughs> they filmed the whole, the whole movie in one day? No, they filmed the, the parts that he is in. Was, oh, I see. He did that all in one day. So I he got one say. a day trip from the mental hospital, smoked weed and was in the film. Cool. So, yeah, I found that really hilarious. That's really fun. Yeah. Well, should, should we do the, the plot real quick? Really quick? Because you can yeah. do it quickly. Right. We've got a family that, for some reason, think a, a good family getaway would be like a village with only 23 inhabitants. And they have to like sort of live off the land a bit. And they're going to, like, an exchange program. A family from this community is going to live in their house. And they're going to go live in their house. And quick, quick thing. Have you ever heard of that happening before? An exchange program for country people and city people. Have no. you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. No, weird, weird. Not. But then continue, again, continue. It, it, it is America, though. Um, well, America um, through the eyes of uh, Italian filmmakers. True. Um, and then so they, they go, they go to this place and the girl 
the girl of the family's boyfriend wants to tag along and he's going to bring his mates in an RV separately. So they're all going to this village that's called, it's called Nilbog. Nilbog, right? That's going to, keep that in mind, viewers, that the, that the place is called Nilbog. There's see a fucking can, great twist see, related to this name. See, see if you can figure it out before we reveal it. But the place is called Nilbog. Anyway, they go in Nilbog, and for some whatever fucking reason, they think this place is a good idea to have a little tourist destination. Anyway, it turns out that they're all goblins, and uh, they're going to turn you into plant goo so they can eat you because they're actually vegetarian. So it'd be gross to eat you while you're a human. They have to turn you into a plant first, which just makes you think, why don't they just eat plants? But okay, whatever. Mm. Um, and the dead, the dead granddad has been coming back as a ghost and warning the little boy of the family about the goblins. There's some really great moments with grandpa in this film. Yeah. I, like my first uh, impression of him was so at the very beginning when, uh, the grandpa is telling the story to little Joshua mm. and he just lo- has this look of like fucking hate for fucking goblins and like i'm just immediately like he looks like he's about to say something really racist or something really nuts oh, like just the way that know, he's so kinda, angry about fucking want, goblins so i kind of want a prequel to this film where we get to see what the granddad's beef with the goblins were like what was his experience with the goblins that gave him number one all this knowledge and insight and number two the power to come back from the dead and like fight him. There, and there is some really great moments where he comes back to life. By the way, oh yeah, like and you just you just got to get on board with it as well. There's no explanation. It's just yeah, ghosts can come back and they can have influence. Like that, you can't just walk through them. They'll just pick up an axe and hit you. Like they're yeah. just like a normal person, but they're a ghost. There's no logic at all. There's no. even one. There's one bit that I found really hilarious where so Joshua's sister that I can't, I can't remember what her name is no. uh, is looking in the mirror or something, and then Grandpa comes through it and scares the crap out of her, and then everyone's like, "Where's where? Well, there's no ghost or whatever," and then like we, we see Joshua find the ghost again. And it's I'm yeah. sorry, I got the wrong room. Like I'm still learning how yeah. to do this ghost shit, and it's like so. Why do we need that? It was so, so weird. It's so it was dumb. very dumb. I'll uh, tell you my... this though, like as, as much as it's meant to be a bad film, there's still like elements that I thought were done quite well. Like I, I've there's I quite like 1980s horror film, always have, and there you know there are elements of this film that I just like you know sort of you know I, I thought all the teen stuff, I thought the elder daughter was actually quite good I, you know don't get, not in terms of the performance but like all of the scenes with the daughter and the boyfriend that's all very 1980s horror you know the hair the the listening to music while working out the boyfriend climbing through the window and surprising her you know all this sort of stuff very very 80s and i i like all of that it reminds me of like nightmare on elm street and that kind of vibe um, although I will point out, though, he, she's doing uh, 
not deadlifts. Uh, what are they called when you're laying back and doing the, the weight lifting? I don't know, but I did put a note uh, that the weights that she is using are way the, too light for it, her. Oh, sorry, that was it. She's benching. She's bench pressing, right? Yeah. She's bench pressing, and he sneaks up behind her and surprises her while she's bench pressing. And I just, I can't help but point out just how fucking dangerous that is to, like, you know, come and scare someone who is working with weights. Incredibly dangerous. That's a health and safety fear. Well, it's not necessarily health, not so much health and safety. It's more the fact that if you actually love this person, what on earth are you doing? Like, because you're putting their life in danger. If they drop that weight, it's going to hit them in the throat or on the head. Like, it's incredibly dangerous. And she does jump up as if the weights just weren't there. If you see well, that scene, she does just jump up as if they weren't there. Yeah. But, that yeah, those weights, they were not really weights. I don't know what was going mm. on there. Um, what did you so, yeah. think of, can we talk about the actors of the film? Because there's two actors that, like, I, I had initial thoughts about, like, in the opening. Uh, my, so the little boy, Joshua, I, I have a note here. I, I actually don't think he's all that bad, if I'm honest. If, I, if I'm perfectly... I've seen child actors give far worse performances in movies that are considered good. So I did not hate the Joshua actor, usually child actors are really, you know, the, the things that, you know, they're usually quite bad in these kinds of movies. I didn't think he was the worst thing in this movie at all. He's very I, ugly though. He's a really ugly kid. I'm weird sorry. Look, I had weird to looking say kid. It. Weird looking yeah. kid, like an old man's face. But, you yeah. know, but I actually thought he was a reasonably, uh, like, re- reason reasonable actor. I didn't think he was, like, insufferable like a lot of other children in horror films. Uh, but another uh, thing I have to point out, the mum. Now, I, I've got a note here, a line that she does, where she catches the boy speaking to ghost grandpa, and she's, like, explaining to him, grandpa's been dead for six months. And she's like, I, I, her, the line she says, it's something like this. She goes... It's been hard on everyone. Your father's taken it tough. Your sister's taken it tough. And me, his daughter. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, such such terrible, terrible dialogue. Terrible, terrible dialogue. But but what I've written about her performance, she's got this expression on her face and it never seems to change. And I feel like it either looks like she's constantly... Uh, surprised or Botoxed or she's on cocaine. It could be both. I think she's both, on huh? cocaine. Every scene, her eyes are wired and she is giving it 110%, but it's really bad. I think it's cocaine. I think that yeah. explains her performance, cocaine. So can we? <laughs> is, is it possible to look that up? Was she on I cocaine? I can look into it. Um, but, you know, speaking also of the lines, by the way, so you know that apparently the guy, the Italian guys who wrote it wouldn't let people like improvise and make it more normal sounding. And there is one line 
that I keep thinking about at the beginning, again, with the grandpa uh, talking to the, to the grandson. Uh, he's like, the grandson corrects the grandpa on something like, you said they can, you should have said they could. And like, it was like, what, 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 why, why did you, that was really fucking weird. Um, wow. yeah, yeah. There's some really, some really odd lines. There's one bit where he, like one of the lads says to his friend, are you trying to turn, no, no, says to the girl, are you trying to turn me into a homo? And I'm like, yeah. I, I felt like there was nothing in the line before that had any sort of bearing on on that line or like why did yeah i don't know there's some really odd dialogue that just sort of seemed to be Very there odd, for the yeah. sake of being there but you know i was expecting it to be worse i was expecting it to be worse what did you think of yeah so, i was as well um what did you think of credence leonor gilgut our uh, kind of I love witch her. troll queen I loved the the Goblin Queen. I thought she was great, hammy as fuck, quite uh, quite scarily beautiful, absolute nuthead, like absolute. She's probably on cocaine as well when she made this. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, she's utterly nuts, and I fucking loved her. I, I thought she she's definitely the best performance in the film, like without without any question. Is it a good performance, though? Uh, Not really. No, but it's a memorable. It's a memorable performance. It's very over the top. It's a it's an over a very hammy performance. But you know what? I can't see when we watch this film. I can't help but feel that the people who are making this film are also a little bit in on the joke. I think they know they're making a bad movie. I I don't know. Like you I, know that I do, man. There's a couple of bits where they're like eye rolling in the middle of a really tense scene. Like there's a bit where you've got the one lad with the glasses who becomes like the plant creature in the big plant pot, and he's like, "Oh, get me out of here!" He's like, "How?" And he's like, "Just drag the pot." So yeah, that's really dragging, stupid. Yeah, he starts dragging the pot across the floor. It looks dumb as fuck, and this lad. Even though he's like been hybridized into a plant, like part tree and everything, he still has the time to just eye roll. It's like, oh, this guy. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way you didn't know that that was going to be funny. You can't. I'm sure you'd have to be. You'd have to. Be, there's got to be something clinically wrong with you if you, for a second, thought that this was not funny. And it's actually now you mention it. There was one bit. So our kid Joshua is like he get, goes into some abandoned building. No, well it's not abandoned actually. Like there's all the the troll people, but they're not actually trolls, the goblins. But they're not actually in, dressed as I don't know what's happening there because it's all supposed to be goblins, but they're looking like people. But they're having a meeting and they're talking about how vegetables are horrible. No, sorry, meat is horrible, and they should eat vegetables. And so you see like the kid looking down at all these people. And I swear to God that one of the characters was laughing his ass off, like in the background yeah. at the at the stuff that they were saying in this film. I think it was like the police officer or something. You can see him laughing. Yeah, so I, maybe I, yeah, maybe I'm some sure, of them did realize. I'm sure they all knew that this was a piece of shit. But you know what? It really is a fun piece of shit. Like there's a bit where they're in the car and they're 
they're just like having like a big argument and the daughter's like shouting or something with the dad and so the mum turns around she just goes josh sing that song that i like just sing that song and he's like <laughs> row 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 your boat and you're like hang on that's the song that you like that you can't remember the name of as well oh what's that song that i like when you sing what row row your boat you should you know the name of this song yeah i feel like yeah they just know They've got to know. They've got to know how dumb this is. I don't know. Because some of them, a lot of them weren't actors. And they, they were just like what? random people they found. I've got, like I've, I've got to ask you this, though. Did, did you, you know the bit in the back of the car where Joshua mm. has the dream that like every that all the family are goblins and that, that he's turning into the plant goop? Um, I thought that was done quite well. If I thought the costumes of the goblins weren't so shit and like the, the oozing green stuff from the head, uh, if it weren't for how like bad they look, I actually thought that scene was very successful in being quite visceral. It's a shame it was a dream sequence. It was one of the better scares of the film. Mm, well, yeah, as a kind of scare, I guess. And yeah, if the costumes weren't completely stupid, I mean... Mm. They're like, the, what really gives them away, uh, like, so apart from, like, I'm thinking two things, the mouths, even like when they're talking and they're just kind of like yeah. moving really terribly, but the eyes, the eyes look so crap. Like, yeah, why, why didn't they just make holes or something? Like, just oh, these kind of painted know. eyes on the mask. They look really, really terrible. And like, yeah, the, the yeah. I would say the creature effects are really bad. Uh, yeah. It, I always say practical effects are the better effects, but it's only that case if they are good, if they're done well, if they're handled well. You know, if you look at this, you will find examples of practical effects that are so bad that you'd be dying for a bit of computer effects just mm -hmm. to sort of break it up for you a little bit. Um, yeah. I was going to say we... the... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say about when they arrive in Nilbog. So, but before, uh, before we get to, to Nilbog, can I just do one thing that made me laugh? Go on, go on. They're in the car on the way to Nilbog, and the little boy sees uh, the ghost of the grandpa. So he says he needs to pee, gets out of the car, and he goes to speak to grandpa, who gives him like a warning, like, don't go to Nilbog, you shouldn't go there, that's where the goblins are. And then it turns out he's actually just talking to some dirty hitchhiker. And then, like, they're like, okay, we have to go. And they just leave this guy. He's like, are you going to pick me up or what? And none of them, none of them hit eye contact with him. They all just look down and shamefully close the door of the car. Like, no, we're not picking you up. And I kind of like that because it felt kind of realistic, that. It felt, you know, in the same way. No, I, I, I do. I feel that way. Like you accidentally uh, imply to someone that you're going to help him out and you just have to, you know, sort of embarrassingly say, actually, no, I don't want to help but you they, at all. But they didn't even say it. They just ignored him and left. Yeah, yeah they just ignore him. <laughs> Eyes to the floor. They don't even respond to him saying, you're going to pick me up. They just look to the ground, get him in the car and close the door. Oh, it's so funny. I love that yeah that that was that was quite funny um 
And then, so when they finally get to Nilborg and they find this, the house they're swapping, the presence family. Uh, by the way, the name of that family confused me at points because they, they were talking about the presence. I thought they're talking literally about presence. Oh no, there's a, there's a family called the present family. Anyway, they get there, they have this strange lineup with the family. Uh, like each of like the wife lines up with the wife, the father lines up with the father, the kid with the kid. And mm. it's kind of like, I don't know they look at them really tensely, but the 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 Waits family, I think that's their last name, doesn't seem to really get it. Uh, and then we have this really weird scene where they arrive and there's food waiting for them with some green shit on it. Uh, yeah, so Grandpa warns them, don't let them eat the food. And yeah. this there's so much we can talk about in this scene. Um, so basically, oh, yeah. I've got notes about this scene. Yeah, Grandpa can snap his fingers and stop time yeah and he says the the kid has like 30 seconds to stop the meeting and they're all just uh, still with the food in their hands you can see by the way that they're trying really hard to stay still like you can see them kind of shaking a little bit they are still slightly moving so like you can tell it's not they've not been able to do it like with computer effects it's just okay we expect you all not to move and just pretend that time has stopped. Yeah, you can yeah. tell, bless them. But they give it a good go. They give it a good go. They try. And, like, my immediate thought is, the time has stopped. They're all about to eat the food. Just fucking throw away the food. But yeah. no, this kid gets up on the table, <laughs> swings out his dick, and pisses on the fucking food, which we don't <laughs> see, obviously. But, like, fucking, what a... What I, yeah. I I just don't get it. Like I know, I, like so that he, leap of logic. So yeah, he, he makes well look. He makes sure that they don't eat the food. It's not even like a, okay, you throw it out of their hand. All right, maybe they'll they'll pick it up. They'll eat it. He's got to make sure that there's no way they'll even have another bite of this shit. Okay, pee all over it. Yeah, and then and- he he gets taken upstairs. And then the dad starts uh, fumbling with his belt. And this made me laugh this bit. So then the kid, like, you think he's going to, like, take his belt off and give him lashes. And the kid goes, what are you going to do, dad? And dad goes, well, me, I'm tightening my belt so I don't get hunger pains. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. And, and, it, and, and this whole thing, and, right? And that, that line alone is proof to me they knew exactly what they were doing. They know that they're making a comedy with a line like that, that they're setting Ah. up. It's going to beat him up with the belt. And then it's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to tighten my belt another notch so I don't get hunger pains. That's clear. I mean, I feel like that is such an obvious joke. So you think it's a comedy? So because the filmmakers, they've always, they've kind of said later on that, it was always supposed to be a comedy. So do you believe that then? I, I, with a line like that, that feels self-aware. That feels self-aware that they're purposely trying to like do a joke. Mm, self-aware doesn't necessarily mean that they were trying to make a joke though. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure I believe that like, but do you think it's a comedy then? Yeah. Or do you think this is a horror? Or do you so think I, this is... If this is a comedy, this is not a horror. I'd show this to children. I don't think this is scary. 
It's like yeah, a actually, you probably could show this to the kids. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of like, like a, that. It's, it's like a very long Goosebumps episode. Um, let's, I'll give you another example of why it's definitely intentionally funny. Uh, there's a bit right after that bit. There's a bit where we cut to the friends at the RV, and then we see a a woman who's had her clothes torn a little bit, and she's sweating the green shit. She's running through the woods. So he's like, hey, ma'am, wait. And instead of like continuing being uh, like a gentleman and like, ma'am, wait up. Can I help you? He uh, he chases her through the woods and she's screaming and he chases yeah. her and rugby tackles her to the ground. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Isn't that weird? Even like you're trying to mean you're trying to tell me that you're you're just there to help. Why are you stopping a woman who's clearly running from something that's terrified her? Why are you rugby tackling her to the ground? To what? Just ask her what's wrong. What's the point? Yeah. It seemed very rapey to me, what he yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, yeah. And, and then we get a great line, by the way. So find, around this time, the, the, the goblins catch up with them. And uh, he yeah, sees well, them, this, and he's not afraid. Because that's the first time the goblins appear for real. We've only seen them in dream sequences up until this point. This is the real yeah. goblins, which are exactly the same goblins from the dreams as well. I would of have course. liked them to be slightly different. And, and he has this line, it's like, now listen here, you dwarves. And he yeah. tries to be all serious with it. It's really fucking stupid. What, what is it? He calls them dwarves, and he threatens them. And you know that they're chasing, there's like a lot more of them than you. They're chasing this girl through the woods. Why are you trying to reason with them, number one? And number two, why are you reasoning them with tough talk? It's just so stupid and idiotic. Um, and then they throw like a bit of wood into his chest. And so then they, they run to a house, which is clearly a church, but they run to a house. And then that's when we meet the uh, the queen of the goblins. Credence. Credence, whatever her name is. Who, who by the way, has a random piece of Stonehenge in her house, yes. which gives her all her powers. She does have some Stonehenge in her house. And she her line, her introduction line, she goes, this is my house. And I'm, yeah. I, quite, I quite like that. I quite, I quite, I just like her. I like the cut of her jib. I found her a bit attractive. I don't know, in an odd way. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I wouldn't have even called it odd. Uh, yeah, I found her very attractive. Um, yeah. There's a bit where he, they take, she gives them some like drink or something, and then the girl immediately starts freaking out, turning into plant goo because she's probably already had a bit, and the boy is just going, "Why can't I move? She's changing." And then the goblins he, arrive to eat the uh, the practical effects. And then that's when he goes, they're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Which is yeah. easily the best line of the film. Yeah, it's really funny. that And yeah. that whole time, by the way, when she's freaking out and she's going up the stairs. Uh, which, by the way, why did she go up the stairs? I would have ran out of the building, I guess um he, if you look if you watch him 
he's looking he the the actor looks so not sure what to do with himself at this moment yeah like he, he doesn't know where he should be moving what he should be looking at or whatever it looks really out of place well, he, no no he can't move remember well i think but for the, for the second before because he does move a little bit first and then that's, yeah, then that's suddenly true. he stops so yeah. i think I don't know there was like a few seconds where it's like, what should I be doing right now? You know, just kind of trying not to be in the way. And I don't know, it was a bit odd. No, yeah, no, yeah. definitely everything about this film is odd. Everything. Without um, a doubt. And then we get the grandpa, we cut to the family again, and the grandpa appears to the sister this time. By accident. By accident. And then fucking she, idiot ghost. But this is it. She goes and tells the family, and you would have thought that the family would just turn around and be like, "Okay, now we've got two children, and and they're both saying the same thing, and we know that uh, the older sister wouldn't be backing up the little brother because he annoys her." So, but instead, the dad says, "Are you still smoking dope, Harley?" <laughs> Another yeah, reason why I it's think so, it's funny. really stupid. No, it's. I think they're trying to be funny. I think they're trying to be funny. I really do. There's a bit later that I also think is probably the most damning evidence that they're trying to be funny. But I'll get to it when we get there. But uh, can I ask a question though? The movie. Yeah, go on. So, but is is Troll the original Troll movie a comedy? No, they're not connected in any way. I know, but the, they were trying to like get off the name a little bit, right? To hopefully tap into an audience who might have liked the previous film. So if the first one was a comedy, then okay, maybe it makes sense to make the second one also a comedy. But like, I, I have a feeling the first one probably wasn't a comedy. Dude, I don't know. Dude, the, the sense stops at the name. The movie itself has absolutely no relation. And that's the whole point. Like, that's the whole point of that bit of trivia. They are not remotely connected by genre, by actor, by writers, by any of the production team, by anything. They are not connected remotely. Plot has nothing to do with it. It's not even goblins. It's not even trolls. They're goblins. Mm, no one says troll at all in the film. No one says troll once. And then I also wanted to uh, also really quickly just want to point out that when Grandpa Seth appears to Holly, uh, it does. It felt very Brando in Superman to me, like Jarrell appearing uh, to Superman. I, I felt very much so. And then uh, this is about the time I, I, I've got it in my notes here, Craig. Uh, we're about forty minutes in, and I've just realised that Neil Bog is uh, Goblin backwards. Oh, so the, the, the twist! The, that's the twist for those of you that are. Uh, that were like, what are they talking about, Nilbog? Uh, firstly, shame on you. But um, but yes, um, this this is about the time I realised Nilbog was goblin backwards. About the forty minute mark, and then it was no like, like literally like three or four minutes later is when they had the reveal. So I figured it out just before it might have been an actual twist for me. <laughs> so I was a bit slow. I was a and bit I slow. And so I'll give there's some other stuff that happened here. So uh, the reason that that reveal happens because Joshua looks in the mirror of a car 
and sees yeah. a sign of Nilbog backwards and it says goblin. And the reason he they're there is because they drove into town to buy food from the store. And the reason they had no food is because he pissed on the food, which by the way, were they just expecting there to just be food ready for them? And like the whole thing, like, uh, now we've got no food because we've been pissed or were they expecting there to be food? Like well, how else were well, they expecting to, yeah, no, to I live? Think, but, I think they were expecting that the previous family would have had like stuff in the cupboards and the fridge and stuff. Cause they'd left stuff in there, like lying around theirs for the family. So I think they'd assume that there'd be supplies in the house. Yeah. But um, that, was that the only food that they had? Well, it seemed that Never way. Mind. Yeah. It seems that and way. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And oh, yeah. Th this is when the little boy sort of stumbles on this weird goblin meeting, and we find out that the present family are still here in Nilbog. Yeah, I think there's also. Do you, do you agree that there was uh, definitely an influence of, uh, or oh, what's the name of the film? The Body Snatchers here in this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I got I got Body Snatcher vibes most definitely. Yeah. I did too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then slowly and surely, I can't remember exactly how it happens, but we get to the point where, ah, so now I remember. So uh, this is like a kind of misunderstanding with the kid uh, and the father. Misunderstanding. And they're trying to force feed him. They're trying to force feed him some like nasty milk shit. Yeah, and they're trying to. Um, yeah, they they try to make this kind of big party in their house, don't they? Uh, to welcome them to Nilbog. And yeah, yeah. Things start getting very awkward. And I think now this is my, my one of my favorite moments is when we get Grandpa Seth back again. With the axe. Uh, so he rocks yeah. up with the axe at this bit. Yeah. So, so a goblin jumps out the window, a mirror at uh, Joshua. And then Grandpa Seth manages to save the day with an axe. So, yeah, ghosts can touch and move real shit. Yep in this film. Mm -hmm. You just got to get on board time. with that. Yeah. And then like he has two things. He has a fucking, they're going to make like a Molotov cocktail or something. And yes. he has a fire extinguisher. <laughs> and then it's like, it's ba basically going to firebomb the house. And it's just seems so funny. Like just the, yes. it's so fucking nuts. The but, idea but your, I... your grandpa appears. You're gonna burn down a house of your grandfather. But, but I love how, but I love how he gives the little boy the Molotov cocktail. He takes the fire extinguisher, not to put out the fire. He goes, "I'll cause a distraction with this. You set the fire. You set the fire. I'll cause a distraction." And then the one of the sort of goblin human people, they catch them. Oh yeah, because the humans have four-leaf clover warts, which means that they're a goblin. So, like, hmm. I think they may have, like, mixed in a bit of leprechaun logic in there as well. But they, uh, they sh uh, this guy shows up. He's like, you can't stop us. He takes the Molotov cocktail. And he says, you'll burn back in hell or some shit. And then the boy's like to the grandpa, Did you, were you really in hell? And he goes, no, but I learned this from someone who did come from there. And he clicks his fingers and then lightning comes down and sets the Molotov cocktail off killing the guy and turning him back into a troll, but a dead troll, a dead burnt-up troll. This is one of the most random points in the film. 
Very weird. Uh, yeah, and then so Grandpa also dies, and it's like, okay, so he'll not be only back. what the he'll fuck did? What, yeah, he will be back in a second. He's never he's never dies. Um, what the fuck was that magic shit that he did? Fuck knows. Never explain it. Never explain it. And then what was the, even the point of bringing Grandpa back? Really, there. No Except idea. Just, it just seemed very strange to me. The and thing then, is, this is about the, so this is the point of the movie. I've got a note here and I, I like this. We're about like three quarters of the way through the film. And the, the note I've got here, is it just me or is this movie actually not that bad? <laughs> I, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm having a good time with this movie. You know, okay. Some of the actors are a bit feckless, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Like some of the lines in it, there's a line, there's a bit we skipped uh, with uh, there's one of the lads. He says, but what about all the beautiful liberated girls? Yeah. <laughs> this stupid That's... shit like this. I just love it. Yeah, and, then, and then our sexy, our sexy goblin queen rocks up again. She's now gotten like super Saiyan powers from the, from Stonehenge. And now she's not gross to look at at all. She is like perfect skin, perfect everything. And she goes and seduces the last lad that's in the RV, right? And she sort of rolls up her, her skirt, like, like does like the sort of Mrs. Robinson seduction thing, and then pulls out corn on the cob. And... First and foremost, sexy woman in the woods with a corn on a cob. How many red flags do you need in one human being? But never mind. Um, but she starts seducing him and he goes, I prefer popcorn. And she goes, well, that's okay. All we need to do is heat it up. And then they start like, not fucking, but like kind of fucking but like with this corn on the cob in between them and they're like eating the corn on the cob all sexily and then someone from behind the camera is throwing popcorn at them. And this is the scene that I would make, I, I would use this scene to absolutely 100% categorically determine they are absolutely intentionally making a comedy. It is on purpose. You're throwing mm. popcorn on people. You're throwing popcorn on people. There's no way. There's no way you don't know that you're making a joke. There's no way that's not a joke. There's no way. It's got to be a joke. I love this movie. I think it's on purpose. Okay. Uh, I'm accepting your points. I don't know. I don't know if I completely agree. But yeah, I do love that scene as well. That was that was yeah. so weird. And why did you? So I think so. We we jumped over a thing there because I think that uh, she she gets uh, credence gets um, something happens to her. She gets kind of defeated for a moment by the family or something, uh, and then she like has to regenerate with Stonehenge. And yet, why does she decide? Oh like, yeah, because Granddad. He so the. The troll attacks the little boy and then the gra ghost granddad rocks up with the axe, cuts the troll's hand off, but then it turns out that that was actually Credence controlling the troll. So her hand was cut off. 
So she had to go to the Stonehenge thing to rejuvenate her hand. But she also yeah. got extra bit power as well. So she's she's extra powerful. And the first yeah. thing that she does is not go back to try and uh, stop the family, no. but to go and seduce this Our random complex. kid. Yeah, yeah, left in the trailer, which is very odd. But also gave us a great scene. Great scene, though. Yeah, I can't knock the scene. Can't knock the scene. Great fun. Great fun. Dumb as fuck, but really fun. Yeah. Um, I do have a note here as well. If you were this friend, if you were this boyfriend, right? Like this whole movie, you've been like arguing with the girl about bringing your friends and then you meet the dad and the dad's calling you a good for nothing and all this shit. And I just have a note here saying, if I was her boyfriend, I would have regretted not picking my friends first. Yeah. That, that's friend... the whole thing in it. Like, oh, he never picks her. He never picks her over his friends. And it's like, well, after this, he'll never pick you first again. Like, definitely not. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, when your girlfriend gets into this kind of shit. What, what a way to meet your future in-laws. <laughs> Having to fight off like a horde of little goblins that are trying to eat you. Yeah. Um, did, 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 so there's a bit where they do like a seance to contact the granddad. Then the little boy disappears and becomes a goblin. But then we find out he was like teleported to the house, like uh, to somewhere. Where was he? Tele he was teleported to the somewhere. House. But but this is the thing. Like, would, did they body swap or what happened there? No fucking clue. See, that's the thing as well. That also bugged me a little bit there. Like, wouldn't I, I would just assume that he turned into a goblin. I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I think what happened was is that they swapped places. But I, I would have thought that they, yeah. Um, I thought he turned into a goblin at first. Yeah. Before, before we see him like in the house, I thought he'd become a goblin. And then they were going to have to deal with another goblin. It makes goblin. sense. Like maybe this is how the goblins yeah. are made or whatever. I don't know. Um, then there's a bit then where then... the goblins come in and then one of the, I think it might have been the boyfriend, he says, please, let's talk. We're all human here. Yeah. Idiot. And then we're I getting pretty close to the end now. Purpose. I'm sure it's bad on purpose. I'm sure. Okay. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sure, mate. I am sure. Yeah. And then we're getting pretty close to the end. So once again, our grandpa is back. Uh, little Joshua is in the house and he's given a bag by his grandpa that yeah. he, he says you can only use it when you when you need to or whatever and they, they have to do something to Stonehenge and it turns out so the family find him somehow there's like we got to find Joshua and they're still in the house killing goblins there's really some really odd shit happening there the, the goblins jumping around at people and they get to the house, somehow they know he's there. And he finally opens the bag and it's a bolo double bologna sandwich or something stupid like this. Yeah, double bologna sandwich. It. Yeah, and it just like, cause it's meat in it. So like, um, mm -hmm. they, they, they can't handle it. So they start, so they start going crazy. And then they have to like, uh, touch the stone. And it's if they, the they keep saying, you have to concentrate. And then like, somehow they fucking just, yeah, they no, just he, die. No, he, sa he, he says, 
Don't you understand? Only the power of goodness can defeat him. Yeah. So but cheesy. Yeah, that, but that's where, you know, that's, you know, I feel like it's, where, at first you're like, oh, is this like a funny allegory, a funny, a funny allegory for uh, vegetarianism and veganism? And then when you make the thing that defeats them in the end, eating a, a meat, a, a bologna sandwich, it's just such an obvious rip on ve vegetarianism. Like I'm not remotely surprised that you're telling me that is what it's about. Cause I wrote this as a note. I wrote it as a note that I feel like this whole film is intentionally trying to be an anti-vegetarian film, mm. but not necessarily anti-vegetarianism, anti-vegetarians. Yeah. Like it's a, sure. I think it's about annoying vegetarians. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, we know it's right. And, um, and, then, they, and then they get back home after defeating the goblins. And then she had, but they, they've got a bowl of apples in the fridge, a bowl of apples in the fridge. The only thing in the fridge, by the way, the I think. only thing in the fridge. Do people keep bowls of fruit in the fridge? Uh, I don't know if, if you I know would. you're not going to be around, you don't have fresh fruit because you know it will go bad. I think they're supposed to go for like a month as well. Yeah. So you wouldn't leave apples in the fridge for a month. Doesn't make sense. Weird. Um, yeah. And, and then, but we find out that the apples are also goblin uh, goo making uh, apples and the mum turns into goo. Although... The mum's goo puddle, they keep boobs. It's the first time we see boobs in the goo puddle. And then the movie just sort of ends. Oh, yeah, because that's right. The dad, that so after defeating the goblins, they, they're on their way home. The dad says, I'm going to stop by the office. The daughter says, I'm going to go around my boyfriend's house. So it's like, you've just defeated all these goblins. The dad needs to go back to work. And the daughter wants to go spend some solo time with the boyfriend. Like, don't you think I would imagine a family would want to just sort of bask in the knowledge that they're alive after an, a traumatic experience like that? But okay, whatever. And then, yeah, the, the movie just ends after eating the mum. It's like they just it. need, oh, the we need to film. get a, a moment with them together. Yeah, that's the yeah. whole film. Call it Goblins. Uh, I think we should just call it Goblins. We should really just call it Goblins. Yeah. What do you rate this movie out of a horde of goblins? Um, out of a horde? How many goblins are we? Yeah. How many goblins? Well, it, it's about like 12 goblins. We only, like, we, we don't see more than about 12 at any given time. So should we say a whole goblin horde in this movie is only like a dozen goblins? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Then I'll give it a baker's dozen out of a dozen goblins. How much is a baker's dozen? Thirteen. Thirteen, eh? Ooh. I'll give it thirteen you know, out of twelve goblins. You know what? I'm gonna give it the same. This is a fan. This is. I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with you that it was supposed to be a comedy, but it is. But, but it does fucking entertaining the, to watch. This is the thing. Whether you agree with that or not, it definitely breaks the scale. And you will laugh when you watch this film, uh, no doubt. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll use that scale for now, but like, if we only did a 10 out of 10 rating, I'd have given it an 11 out of 10. <laughs> but yeah. because 
because we can have two ratings, I will give it a baker's dozen out of a dozen goblins. But my IMDb rating, if I just look at it from a filmmaking perspective, if I just look at it as a, mo- a badly made movie, I mean, you probably couldn't give it more than a four out of ten. But my God, it is so much more than that. Like, yeah. I, I would say the, the rating, an honest rating of this film, where you're looking at the direction, the acting, the story and all that, it, it's it's it would it's not a very it, it's a misleading it's misleading data it's misleading data because it's all of that awfulness that makes the movie so brilliant yeah i'm just looking at the poster now and even the poster yeah. looks really shit the, the goblins look stupid and i just see the tagline as well uh, one was not enough what does that even mean i, I don't well, get well, that maybe- Maybe the first one was about one troll. Ah, okay, maybe. Uh, but do you want to know the IMBD rating then? I mean, I'm guessing it's a four. You're wrong. It's 2.9. 2. 2.9. Yeah, 2. it's pretty low. That is lower, by the way, than... Um, than Nightmare uh, Space. Which was 3.9, I think. This is way better than Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah, I'm like, definitely going to watch Troll. T- I'm, I even have a note somewhere that I might make it a tradition to watch this once a year because it's so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I especially like this movie. I'd never seen it before, but I knew, I knew a lot about it. And I'm so glad I finally got around to watching it because, yeah, it's brilliant. I really, really liked it. Uh, no regrets for me at all. I regretted Plan 9 from Outer Space as a selection for the last film we did, but I no regrets watching this one. Love this one. Yeah, me too. All right, let's uh, put this well, on one to a close. Yeah, on that bombshell, uh, thanks everyone for coming out to listen to us. We are Film Shrapnel. Go check us out on Twitter, at Film Shrapnel, capital F, capital S. Uh, if Spotify ain't your cup of tea, we are on a million and one other platforms. Just look up Film Shrapnel Podcast into Google. I'm sure you'll find us somewhere. Um, Craig, do you have anything to say to the lovely listeners? Uh, not really, except stay tuned for our last film, which is Battlefield Earth. Yes. Another critically month. terribly film. Yes, yeah. Shit Movie Month will conclude with Battlefield Earth, which I'm not looking forward to, but we'll 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 have fun, I'm sure. Let's hope we have fun. We will. And until next time, guys. Oh my god. Oh, I should have seen that coming. Shrapnel!